This is Anshu Bahanda on Wellness Curated. Thanks for joining me on this podcast. My mission is to empower you with health and wellness so that you can then go and empower others. Releasing triggers and traumas with Bushra Khan who is a holistic psychotherapist. She uses tools such as RTT, which is rapid transformational therapy, NLP, hypnotherapy, and lots of modalities. Here's one of the gems we've learned about in this chat. It takes 21 days to construct and deconstruct a thought. It takes 360 days to change the behavior. So imagine if you're holding this trauma for 20 years, 25 years, it will take time. Please explain to all of us, what is an emotional trigger and what is trauma? So emotional trigger comes from emotional trauma. And emotional trauma is something that happened mostly in our childhood. So let's say it could be an event or a series of events. Okay. And what is an emotional trigger? That something happens in our life later on, that something reminds us of that trauma, something hits that nerve, that experience, and we get triggered by it and we behave or we react in certain way by anger or in a chaotic way. That is our emotional trigger. Tell me, do we all experience triggers and traumas? We all get triggered, right? It's coming from something that we've experienced and it's not just about uh, the event, it's about the beliefs created from the event. So the belief created from the event could be some common beliefs are I'm unlovable, I bought this upon myself, something is wrong with me, I'm always abandoned by people I care about, or I'm not worthy of love, I'm not enough. So these beliefs are formed from these traumas. So when somebody makes us feel that I'm not good enough, or they are not available, or they reject us, we get triggered because we are holding on to these beliefs, identity that was created by dysfunctional family or or what happened in the childhood. It could happen through teachers or it could happen through our parents, our upbringing. So we hold on to these beliefs and then those become our core beliefs. Interesting. So Pushra, tell me from your experience, what are some of the more common or typical triggers and the traumas that they create? Okay, so the traumas create triggers. Sorry, I said it the other way, yes. The most common are like, let's say if the trauma is that we had an emotional experience in our childhood. So the parent was not available. We felt that our needs were not fulfilled. We were asked for attention. Our feelings were not important. They were not validated. So we create beliefs from there and the trauma is created from there. And so people pleasing, like for example, we become people pleasers because we think that somebody taught us in our childhood that your feelings are not important enough, my feelings are. And it's dismissed. So we become people pleasers because we think that's Mm -hmm. the only way we can get attention and can get validated. And when somebody abandons us, we get triggered by it. And sometimes we just literally avoid people, avoid connection. We don't want to get hurt. We feel unsafe. And is there a particular age range or could it be at any time in our lives? 
mostly the, the core false beliefs are created from the age of zero to seven. Afterwards, something big happens, uh, let's say a car accident takes place. Okay. And then that's where the trauma is created. So traumas can be created later on in life, but we believe that the main ones that we hold on to are really coming from very young age. So let's get into the trigger. How exactly is a trigger formed? What we do is in childhood, we learn how to go into survival. So as we grow older, it, so the trigger can show up later and or trigger can show with experience. So if it's the same feeling, so the experience is gone now. Now you're sitting with the feeling of it. You experience that same feeling, you will be triggered. Okay. It can manifest in many different ways. Anger, fear, going in the dark room, like, you know, just having an outburst and throwing your weight around and not really understanding what it's about, just feeling the pain. So we don't even sometimes understand why we are behaving in certain way. So that I'll give you tools and tips later on how to understand what the triggers are, where they are coming from. Okay. In the beginning, it's literally how you're reacting. Those are your triggers. They are pointing towards something that is not being healed. So you're spot on that where they're pointing to something that hasn't been healed, right? So would you say that to get rid of the triggers, you have to get rid of the trauma? Is that right? You have to have the awareness of what these triggers are about. You can't get rid of trauma. You can't get rid of what happened, except what happened. And why it happened is another way of looking at it in a positive way and saying, okay, fine, now I know what I'm operating from. So let's start to heal from this, not get rid, but heal from it. Wow, that is fascinating. It's not that life will not happen. Things will happen. We will get triggered, but we manage it so well that we understand, okay, fine, this is what I'm doing. This is why I'm overreacting. Uh -huh. It's coming from, so you have a much better understanding and understanding is power. So when you understand, you accept, you're more aware of it, you become more compassionate, you have more em empathy and you try to manage your emotions. You learn to manage your emotions. And Bushra, you know what will be really helpful, as I always like to give people some tips and techniques. So can we go through some tips and techniques on how to get rid of our common triggers? Practice uh, self-witnessing, observing yourself with curiosity. How do I respond? Why did I react that way? What about the situation triggered me? So becoming more self-aware, try and be more objective. Why did I do this? And have healthy boundaries and limits. So when we become people pleasers, we are always looking for other people's needs. But start looking with your own needs. Okay. What happens is that we need to start uh, being more aware of our physical sensations. What is happening in the body? And sit with it. If you start applying, okay. you'll start seeing where the trauma is and what is it making you feel. You're saying that if you sort of try and figure out where physically is the yes. trauma coming from and yes. sit with it and maybe, you know, study that a little bit, you know, it'll help you get rid of the trigger as well that's been created by that trauma. Is that right? Exactly, because it's also sitting in the body. So start getting in touch more with your body. Start seeing, you know, what the sensations okay. are. Is, are you feeling fear? Are you feeling anger? Sit with it and see where in the body and calm yourself, rest yourself. Because trauma sits in the body. 
as well. It's not only in your brain, it's, it's in the body as well. You're saying that every time a trauma is created, yeah. it finds a house in the body, not just in our minds and our brains, but it finds a physical house somewhere in our body. Is that right? It used to live inside the survivor's body. It's an emotion. Mm -hmm. So emotion is energy in motion. Mm -hmm. The energy from the past trauma is going to sit in your body. Can you explain to us how to recover from that trauma? Firstly, it takes time, Anshu, and it takes work. You have to give it attention you have to sit with the pain body so what you resist will persist and that's what we do we've been taught oh it's okay get on with life it's fine it's not a big deal emotional trauma needs as much attention and care as a physical trauma does so um, how do you get rid of it you firstly it requires work you sit with it you do inner child work let the feelings and emotions come up you accept it that this happened to you in the past and be more aware of it where it's coming from awareness is very much needed okay mindfulness being mm -hmm. present in present moment the trauma doesn't exist because you are safe because you're living from the memory of the trauma, of the bad experience, what happens. So when you start thinking about it, your body doesn't know it's happened in the past or it's happening right now. And you start to get sucked into that memory in that experience and you will create trauma in your body as well. You feel, you know, funny thing, feeling in your stomach, you will have hot sweats, you will start to feel anxious and panic because that is all being created by a memory. Understanding where it's coming from, practice mindfulness, do grounding exercise, self-love exercises, positive affirmations, I'm safe, I'm enough. Uh, journal. Journaling is really helps to journal your emotions and your thoughts. That's really interesting. When you start journaling your thoughts mm -hmm. and your emotions, you will see exactly the same way your life is a mirror. Whatever is showing up is because it's happening inside. And uh, so that's where you start to change. Meditation is a really amazing exercise. So you start with just okay. being aware of your own body first. So start feeling your toes, your hands. So becoming more self-aware of your body through the meditation helps as well. We understand where the pain is, what we are feeling, what we are going through. Lastly, I would say practice forgiveness. So once you start going into your trauma, you will see who hurt you, where it's coming from. Mm -hmm. Blame and victim you've been playing, that all dissolves because then you go into forgiveness. You forgive the person. And using this trauma as positive, what was it teaching me? You can use this trauma as a positive thing. You can say, okay, fine, if this was, this is my life, this is my journey, and this trauma was teaching me something, what would be the lesson? So using it positively and then basically forgiving the person who created this, because if they were just playing their part, then there is no, nobody to blame. So you can use the trauma positively as well. As you get more evolved and wiser, you just see, okay, fine, you know what, this actually was pointing me towards this. So let's say a bad relationship. So if you've been brought up in chaotic childhood and fighting and drama, so when you meet your partner, you will look for the same thing. Okay. Stability, peaceful. You'll feel I'm bored in this relationship. You will not accept it. You will say, you know what, this is not for me because you're so used to chaos. 
so people go into these relationships where they come from chaotic background and they look for chaotic partner and then they blame the partner and they become victim but if you can understand well you chose this partner not from the place of blame and shame you actually chose this partner your energy attracted this partner in your life and what was it pointing me towards maybe i had not healed maybe i had no self worth that i accepted the abuse and constant you know criticism and uh, negative feedback this relationship was pointing me towards that i need to heal i need to feel safe i need to love myself and that's where the growth comes into okay so this is not this person's fault you know this person was on the same journey and we attracted each other you will see that you start to attract positive people in your lives old friendships they dissipate they actually leave your life and people when they start working with me they say oh i you know my friend has left me but she was so negative and but she was my best friend i said when you start this journey of self love and self care people who don't serve you will leave your life because it's about vibration right what vibration are you vibrating at and yeah. that's the people who will come into your energy field the people who are vibrating at the same sort of level yes they're exactly telling you what you're thinking about yourself they're giving you negative feedback about you and this is exactly what you think interesting if this person is saying this where do i believe this about myself where do i abandon why am i abandoning myself why am i rejecting myself this is anshu bahanda you can find our podcast wellness curated on apple spotify and a host of other channels So Bushra basically trauma seem to come into our life and triggers come because of the traumas but the traumas come because we have cellular memory right because our cells remember the good and the bad explain the concept of cellular memory to us so when we're going through an experience mm-hmm. how can we make sure that we only store what serves us and not something that will become a trauma Okay so the trauma is formed very early very young age and bad things are happening like like an accident happened you lost your parent um you were, there was a child abuse the parents were constantly fighting so we later on in life get triggered by those traumas so how to help um release that emotion to release ourselves from that pain that we are carrying from that experience so that's the work that we need to do so if it's a constant negative experience we are having that turns into a trauma as well it's a chronic trauma you know this um, dr masuro imoto attempted to photograph the influence that words mm-hmm. sentence sounds that it changed the appearance of the water crystals 70% of our body is water mm-hmm. and they say that um depression is not caused by chemical imbalance it's caused by the negative words we say to ourselves okay and then there is a nerve vagus nerve that runs from our brain to all mm-hmm. our uh, organs what you are thinking the negative words you are saying to yourself in your thinking and your feeling mm-hmm. this information is going to all your organs and that's why we have diseases your body is taking the hit from it everything repeatedly the negative things you're saying to yourself they will sit in your body they have a cellular memory and so when somebody says when like let's say somebody shouts and let's say your parents and uh-huh. you're also always screaming and shouting at each other 
So now you don't even know why they're shouting because they're happy or what, but because the body has the memory, it, it reacts, it gets triggered. So sometimes even mind doesn't even process what's happening and your body is reacting. You'll start to feel uh, anxious and you have a panic attack or something. Mm -hmm. First step to healing is start feeling the sensations in your body, the fear, the feeling, feeling unsafe, the anger, jealousy, hatred, resentment. Start feeling these. It's not easy. You will have to sit with yourself and let this emotion come up and see why did I feel jealous? Why do I resent this person so much? And then, you know, see where it's coming from. What is the experience you had that has created this emotion in your body? And then start dealing with that emotion that is connected to the experience and start releasing it from there. So even if you've gone through something immediately, so it doesn't become a trigger in a, or a trauma, you would say, do this about sitting with the sensation in your body. So it doesn't yes. get stored. Yeah. So let's say something new, happens. something new happens. Somebody is being rude to us and I, we get triggered. That why, why were they so rude? So we sit with it. Why, where did I feel this before? So once you start doing the work and somebody is being rude to you, you will not be triggered. You will manage it. You'll say, you know what? This rudeness is nothing to do with me. It's their own trauma showing. They're being triggered by, by me or the environment or the mm -hmm. circumstances. And you just don't own it. It's got nothing to do with you. It's their own issues. Any advice? I know you gave us some lovely tips. Like you said, journaling, sit with your body. You said meditation, you said mindfulness. I would say witness yourself, watch yourself, how you react, okay. the way you are reacting and what is triggering me. How, I'm, how am I responding? Start witnessing yourself and be more objective, not subjective. So just as if you're having an out-of-body experience, watch yourself. Oh, I'm feeling really jealous right now. Okay, what is this about? So, oh, I really reacted badly. It was really not needed. Why did I react badly? Start witnessing yourself and then see that sensation in your body where it is. Obviously, do the affirmations. I'm safe. I'm loved. I'm enough. I, I'm connected to the creator. Whatever you're feeling, say the opposite affirmation and uh, learn to stay calm. It's unresolved trauma from coming from your childhood. So you need to do some inner child work. You need to do some shadow work. And if you find it difficult doing it on your own, sit with a therapist, sit with somebody who can create a safe space for you. If you feel that it's very deep rooted and you can't just use these tips, sit with somebody who can help you. So the anger is sitting in the body and let it come up. Just let the pain come up that I'm feeling angry, I'm feeling this, what's the feeling of it? And then be very aware that this actually happened. Question the thought. It actually happened in the past. It's not happening right now. I'm not a child who's dependent on the adult. I'm a grown-up. Question the thought that is negative emotion. The more you question, the negative thought will not stay. Okay. How long do you think typically we follow the methodology you've explained to us about sitting and feeling that feeling and trying to deal with it and trying to go deeper into it. Consistency is very important. And one exercise I do is to sit in this exercise with self-compassion. So what I do is I put my hand on my heart 
and I feel all the emotions that I'm feeling. I'm feeling anger, I'm feeling resentment, I'm feeling abandoned, I'm feeling, you know, rejected, whatever that is. So take a, a deep breath and feel all the emotions you are feeling. And when you uh, exhale, just see that that's all those emotions that have been collected through your hand, it's coming out in your breath. Start doing these exercises with self-compassion. And if you feel that you cannot uh, move them, then sit with somebody who can help you to make sense out of them. It takes 21 days to construct and deconstruct a thought. It takes 360 days to change the behavior. So imagine if you're holding this trauma for 20 years, 25 years, it will take time. You, you're, you will need to literally change your behavior, change the way you look at things. So it requires work, Anshu. So imagine if you're holding your trauma for 25 years, 30 years, 40 years, 50 years, it is going to take time. So be consistent with the habits, with changing the behavior, changing your personality. To change person's reality, we literally have to change their personality. So you have to be consistent with the things you are doing, the tools you are using. Bushra, that was such a wonderful chat. Thank you so much for all your help. Thanks for joining us. Hope you enjoyed the Wellness Curated podcast. Please subscribe and tell your friends and family about it. And here's to you leading your best life. <music>